Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me, producing today as usual. And safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. How are you today? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're feeling well. Austin, hope all is well with you as well. How are you, Gordon? Well, well, well. You good? Um I'm doing. I'm I'm doing so well today, Jake, that I got you and Austin a surprise. Really? I did a surprise, like a like a good surprise, or yeah. that's because surprises can can be not good. They lots of surprises are bad in my life. Generally, they are right. Uh, for no reason other than just a, a, prom, a prompt prompt that I got. That I felt like I needed to do something nice for the two of you. I purchased each of you a gift today. Wow, a gift! Yeah, That's I awfully... only have one Porsche. I don't. I'm, I'm <laughs> doubting it's Porsches? not. A, it's not a car. Uh, but how thoughtful of you, Gordon? That's nice. Well, I, I hope you like what I got because I had to order it online, and so they're shipping it uh, to me, and I will uh, distribute. Uh, the gifts to you as soon as I get them, wow. but I'm not I'm not bragging or anything. This is really meant to come from the heart because I, I was sitting there and I was looking at something and I was saying, "Dog on it, those two partners of mine, each one of them needs one of these," and so I I did it. How about that? Yeah. Wow! Yeah. I can't wait to see what it is. I I, I don't know whether you'll like uh, my choice or not for you, but. I felt like I should. I just, you know, one of those things, you just get moved to do something, and, and I did it. And, and I'm again, I'm not bragging. It's no big deal. It's not like I went crazy or anything, but I, I was just thinking about you guys. Does it say more, Jake, about uh, my relationship to Gordon or his relationship to me that I'm actually kind of like, okay, what's he up to? <laughs> yeah, what's coming next? Because you're like, okay, let's. This is exciting. I'm like, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. See, I, I trust in Gordon's Give good nature. Give me some more details. Where's the fine print here? Right. Where's the? Where's the? Uh, how do you always put it, uh, Gordon? Frick to the frack. Yes, there is. There is some humor. To oh, okay. It. All right. But but, but, but no that, frack. <laughs> no, no. It doesn't. It doesn't diminish. Uh, it doesn't diminish. When, when you when you see what it is, you'll. Well, yeah, I think I think you'll enjoy it. I hope you do. Uh, you know, and it's a thought that counts, right? So, anyway, I was thinking about you. 
Yeah, appreciate it there, Gordon. That's that's that, nice that, was that was that a humble brag? I didn't mean it to sound that way because it's really it's not that big a deal. It's not like I, I, I it's not like it's something that I need to be patted on the back for. But it's just a. These are, are gifts uh, letting you know that I was I was thinking about you. That's all. All right. Oh, good. Thanks, yeah. Gordon. Appreciate it. I look forward to it. I'm sure you'll, it's, I think it's hilarious I think, and endearing at the same time. I don't know if it's hilarious, but I think you will chuckle. All right. Chuckle, huh? What if we don't? And it's coming in the mail? <laughs> if you don't, you'll probably just say, what a waste of time. And what, what are you doing? You know, uh, there is you always run the risk of that. Anytime you give a gift, you know, you do. There is a little bit of risk involved. See, I think we should ask the listeners to guess, like play 20 questions on the open mic app today to see if they can figure out what it is. Are they individual gifts or is it something Jake and I have in common? It is. They are almost identical gifts. Uh, And our listeners would probably get the joke, too. Uh, yes, they okay. would. I think they would. I so they at would. Austin Horton, at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, or on the open what mic. What is it? Guess what it My is. My guess is a pair of subscriptions to an adult magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon got the referral <laughs> fee. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, because for me to have gotten that for you, then I would have had to be, you know, there would be... Chester would have had to get that for you, I think. It's just a joke, Gordo. We don't need to think it through too much there. Okay. Just, uh, all right. Well, we can we can speculate on what exactly it might be. That's thoughtful. If somebody, if somebody comes up with uh, – if somebody nails it, then I will fess up that that's what it is. But uh, if, if you want to involve our listeners, and they are more than welcome to participate in this. But they, they we, would – we ask for they, clues? That's um, what I mean by 20 questions, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I mean, if you want to run the risk of of uh, diminishing the surprise, I, I guess we yeah we could do that. I mean, the the listener will get it. The listener will get why it's funny. Well, is 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 it so random like we'll never get it, or is it something that this is going to last for like three or four minutes and and we'll take all the steam out of it as you said? No, I, I, you know, it'll take a little while to figure it out, but uh, I I think it is. I think it is within the grasp of our listeners to whittle it down. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's not like I got you some, you know, a shrunken head from some, you know, some someplace. It, is, it wasn't some weird. Is it a framed portrait of you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you might like to put this up in your home. It's not a portrait. It's a painting. <laughs> no. Didn't we have that discussion once yes. about whether that would be a good idea to ever? Would you ever consider Having a a painting of yourself hung in your house? No. Not unless I was king of Norway or something. (laughs) I don't know. Not myself. Maybe my family. You You, know, like we know, we know our guy, uh, like uh, our guy Gary Swanson, very talented uh, Uh artist, professional artist out there. Used to work with us here. He's he's done a bunch of stuff. Uh, for our family, I could see someday having some like painted portrait done by him or something like that. Would that be weird? No, not by no, him, no, because he's not going to no. have you in some smoking jacket in a big library. Right, right. And... No, no, no. <laughs> like, like if you're doing the like a, a presidential style portrait of yourself in your house, yeah, I think that's weird. get help. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. There are some people who do that, who, and they should get who... help. Yeah. <laughs> 
who do you a, think you are? Yeah, you know, the, the people a, who do that, that, that are, a, are like miserly, elderly, like rich people that that have cut off their family long ago and just, you know. <laughs> they don't snow blow their own driveway. They have one employee and his name's Bob Cratchit. And that's, I think that's the type that, that have a, a portrait of themselves. Yeah. So what you're saying is then a, a portrait of the entire family would be okay, but a portrait solely of you, no. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Right. Maybe I have it wrong, but that's the feeling I've got. Rules to live by. Now, what if our, one of our listeners is driving home right now is going, oh, I, got, I have one of those over my fireplace. I, we're making them feel bad. <laughs> hey, to each his own. I can only call him how I see him. Whatever you do or, on uh, inside <laughs> your own house is, uh, is 100% your business, so far be it from course, me. Of course, if they have a, a portrait of themselves over their fireplace, then they're probably not driving home. They're probably being driven home. Okay. All right, yeah. Uh. In the back of a Bentley or something, you know, or Rolls. I, I don't know. I don't know whether people or, do that. I, I have no problem with that. I, I, you would do you, know, it. It you have one. It, it, You're talking about you. No, no, I don't. I don't have one. But uh, I, I've seen pictures of people, and, and I saw them on the wall, and I just went, wow, that's really cool. I, 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 but I don't know. Whatever. It's not a portrait. Wait, what's not a portrait? That's not what I'm giving you. Oh, I see. I see. So we've already had people on Twitter want to know. The hints are you think it'll make everyone chuckle, and yeah. it's not – we each get one, but it's not individually specific to me and Jake. It's just – It's specific to you within the context of our show. Okay. All so right. it's not the same thing that Jake is getting that I'm getting? Yes, you are getting the same. You're, right. They're not exactly the same. Now, they're slightly different. I have one important question, and we can, uh -huh. we can keep speculating throughout the show if we want. We'll, we'll dive into the jazz here for a second. But I, I just, one thing that I feel has to be answered. <laughs> okay. Okay. If, if I were to choose to do so, is the item pawnable, and how much could I get for it? <laughs> This is something. <laughs> this is something you would not want to pawn, because it's it, it it's uh, it's it's tailor made for you for each of you. Oh dang it! Tailor made them, not custom made, but it's tailored for you guys. And it that, would be is that a, is that a golf hint right there? No, no. <laughs> Did you get us a tailor made? <laughs> Tailor made, anybody? Tailor made for you. Mm. Have you ever guys not Trixon made? Have you ever had Tailor made? Have you ever had that thing? You know, where you get a suit. Uh, you're getting a you're, you're getting a, 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 a tailored suit, and they and the guy uh, or the woman, whoever's got they, you know, they whip out the chalk, you know, and they get the tape measure, and. Uh, <laughs> And then they start marking all over the place where they're going to make the chain, where they're going to tailor it to be just specific to you. They don't have those people at Shopco. <laughs> I have. I, I'm <laughs> frightened to death of where this is going. <laughs> no, I'm just, I just you make your joke and let's get to the chest. <laughs> There's no joke. Although he, did, it did get a little snug yeah. there at one point. And there it is. <laughs> uh, Roxy tweets in says it's my coworker has a Porsche T-shirts. 
which would be incredibly <laughs> no. funny. No, no, that's not it. That's a good guess, though. Uh, I almost got you guys Porsche hats. Remember uh, I told you that? It's pronounced uh, Porsche. But, uh, no, that's not it. All right, let's jump into the jazz. Uh, if you want to keep speculating, please do so at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. And as Austin mentioned, uh, we can get some open mics going, too. Go to the Zone Sports Network app, and uh, you can record up to 15 seconds of audio and send it right to Austin in the studio. Here's what's coming up on the show. Guy Holiday uh, was on with DJ and PK this morning, and we're going to hear that conversation at 3. It was excellent. Uh, I would recommend you uh, hear it if you have not already. Dustin Smith will join the show. He's the owner of QB Elite and the head coach of Spanish Fork Football. We'll talk to him about a quarterback race Excuse me, down there at uh, BYU. Kenneth Scott, the former Ute receiver, will be on the show at 4.30. And Craig Bullerjack will join us at 5. Pretty good day. All good. Yeah, all, all good, good. stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's jump into the split story. Austin, if you please. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Lonzo Ball, left side, between the circles, Zion just driving at Bogdanovich. Gobert comes over, double clutches and scores over Rudy. Man, you don't see anyone else in the world do that. Lonzo Ball, down low to Zion. Zion off balance, falling to the ground, gives it out to Redick. Three, good. What a pass, what a shot. There's your lead change. Pelicans lead at 82-79. Quinn takes a timeout. Down 10 with 228 left. Bogdanovich is going to launch a three that makes it interesting, and it does. Seven-point game with 222 to play. Conley has it on the left side of the floor. Driving. Hands it off to Bogdanovich. Looks like they're playing for a three. Conley ball fakes. Dives into a wild three and air balls. That is not entirely clear what happened there. And a fast break dunked the other way. And the Jazz will lose tonight. Well, we just have to be better defensively. It was transition, you know, on the ball. We were getting blown by the glass. You know, there wasn't a lot that we did well throughout the course of the game on the defensive end. So it's we just have to be better. There's, Like I said, there's there's a lot of things we need to do better. And I think there are things we know. We just didn't execute. We have to execute. I think we had a chance to win this game anyway. You know, we went one, one terrible cut away from being a one-point game and maybe getting a chance to win. When I go straight up and I get elbowed in the chest. There's not much I can do about that. They talk to us about all these rules and being vertical, and, and it's great. But when someone jumps elbow first, you know, there's not much you can do. I mean, it's, it looks good on the highlights, but it's still an offensive foul. You know, that's not what we lost, you know, once again. But uh, I think we should have done a better job defensively. <laughs> man, I Rudy. Love, I love Rudy, man. He he was bringing it. He was bringing it last night. In fact, he, we were talking he may get fined for that. Uh, the Jazz lose last night to the Pelicans, one twenty nine to one twenty four. Rudy said they were one terrible call away from it being a one point game. <laughs> Actually, it was a one point game when that terrible call happened. By the way, uh, but that's neither here nor there. I loved his comment about Zion, though. Like it looks great on the highlights, but it's still an offensive foul. <laughs> <laughs> but Gordon, uh, what are, what are your initial fa- uh, thoughts after watching that game last night? Uh, if the Jazz had played with the same intensity in that comeback attempt uh, near the at the very end there, they would have won that game by 10 or 15, maybe more. But they did not. They that that the, that part of the third quarter was just kind of laissez-faire. I mean, I don't know what the Jazz were doing, but that did not look like the Jazz team that we've seen playing over the past month and a half. 
they looked uh, loose. They didn't look like they were really dialed into what was going on. And, Jake, I have to tell you, I thought about what you said as I was watching that unfold. And it's that uh, as much as we focus on the Jazz when they miss shots, when they don't D up properly, when they don't communicate, then that is the real downfall of this team. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. When the Jazz couldn't afford to let that happen, they had the lead, and they let it just evaporate by way of intensity. The other guy's intensity. And the Jazz at the defensive end could not get the job done, and they paid the price with a with an L. The, uh, the give-a-what factor was super low until about four minutes to go. And I've got a stat for you, Gordon. That's going to back up exactly what you're talking about because I think you're right on the money. The, the defensive intensity, the focus, whatever, whatever buzzword you want to use, it just wasn't there. How about this stat? The Jazz did not have more than three consecutive stops the entire game until there was four minutes left to go. And uh, during that 16-3 to run to cut it to one, the Jazz made nine stops on 12 possessions. Wow, yeah. So when, yeah, and, when and, they kind of decided, look at what happened, you yeah, know? when they decided, like, oh, okay, let's buckle down here. We may have a shot at this one. Boy, it turned around pretty quick, didn't it? So I mean, I think that that really does tell you everything you need to know about last night's game, and and you know, like historically bad, by the way, giving up seventy four points in the paint. Oh, uh, now Gordon, off the top yes. of your head. Do you know when the last time a Jazz team surrendered 74 points in the paint was? It had to be back before the Jazz had a decent big man. I, I don't know. When was it? Long well, time it's ago, interesting right? you say that because I actually don't think the big man told the story last night. I don't think they gave up that because of the big man. But we can get into that here in a second. The answer is, in a regulation game, we have no idea. Because they only started keeping that stat in 85, 86, and it's never happened. So uh, it, it may have happened before that. We we don't know. But in, in recent history, it's never happened. Well, I, th- I think what Quinn said there, what we heard him say, was exactly right. You know, you've got to play the kind of defense you're capable of playing. And the Jazz just did not do that. And I don't know why. And I'm not sure that Quinn knows why. Because it's, it runs counter to everything he coaches, everything he stresses with his team, and his team didn't do it. Well, and you I, heard him say it. Yeah. He said, we know what to do. He said, we just didn't execute. All right, I'm not trying to, to let anybody off the hook with this take necessarily, but, I mean, the big part of the reason why you can put your finger on it because it's really hard to do every night in the NBA. <laughs> to bring the focus and the effort and the energy uh, every single night to play like they did during the you know that stretch of games, it's remarkable they did it for as long as they did. I mean, it's just that's that's not something that's easy. And you know what else is is not easy? Standing in front of a freight train named Zion Williamson. That's hard. <laughs> is, it's hard. He is a lo- he's a load, and it and takes effort. Not- and they just weren't there last night. They just weren't. They yeah. didn't dig down and get that extra something to have the defensive performance they've had. Yes. I agree 100%. And and they paid for it. And, and then you saw them scramble to get back in it, to do what was necessary to win. But the, the, And you and I have talked about this, Jake, that this is a danger of winning 22 of 24 games, where you just think that, okay, uh, just go through it and, and do uh, go up and down the floor, whatever, knowing that you can, uh, you can uh, if you buckle down, you can get what you need to win. 
Well, that it's just you can't think that way. And I don't know whether it's a subconscious thing or whether it is conscious. What, what at what level it's in players' minds, but it it infected them uh, last night, and they they were not ready to play at the level they needed to in order to to do uh, what was necessary. I mean, the, you're talking about a team that really does not play much defense, you know. And uh, offensively, we saw what they did. They took it inside, and they, they took the Jazz apart. And uh, it, it, you said it perfectly. And I, can't, I haven't seen uh, Jazz defense uh, as porous as that down near the basket uh, in, in a long, long time. And, but, and I'm sitting there watching it, and I was watching it with someone else, and they said, well, do you, what, what, what's going on defensively with the Jazz? And I said, a lack of uh, intensity and a lack of focus. I, I, I don't, I, I, and I can't explain it, and probably Quinn, Quinn couldn't either. Well, and the other thing is, is they're super, they are undersized outside of Rudy as a team. So, you know, playing defense, it, it, well, let me put, let me put it this way. Uh, defense was a lot easier for Scottie Pippen than it was for Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> get my drift so i mean to be a really good defensive team they have to play that you know uh on a string type d that real team effort type d and and rudy is kind of the quarterback back there directing traffic but you know it takes kind of that team type effort to truly be an elite defensive team for this jazz team so you know that wasn't happening uh last night against the pelicans and and the problem wasn't rudy and i, I want to get back to that because you know you say oh points in the paint that was a big man problem rudy can't do it all himself. And if yeah. if the whole Pelicans team is just going to beat their guy with that little effort, I mean, you know, Rudy can Rudy can only help so much. And and the whole game plan was basically have Rudy shade Zion when inevitably he got into the paint, Rudy could help out. But I mean, Brandon Ingram made a living in the paint. Lonzo Ball made a living in there. I mean, they just nobody could keep their guy in front of them and Rudy can only do so much. Well, they, it seems like uh, ever since uh, they've always had a problem with Ingram. Maybe not always, but often they've had a problem with him. And Williamson, he's too, he's too quick. He's too quick for Rudy sometimes to get over in time to do anything about it. And, uh, and he's in, you know, he misses one shot and he gets the offensive rebound and puts it up again. And chances are he's going to, uh, to score when he does that. And, and it was weird because early in the game, he was, he, his presence was there, but not like it was in that third quarter. It seemed like in that third quarter, he just said, all right, I'm going to put my, uh, imprint on this, uh, on this game and I'm going to make a difference. And there was nothing that Jazz could do about it. Boyan Bogdanovich on uh, Zion Williamson is not a good match. No, it's not going to go well. And listen, Zion is, is something else. I mean, he's a he's a built-in mismatch. And we'll see how the Pelicans go forward building around him and, and what type of players comp, you know, complement him and the type that don't. I, don't. I don't think he and Steven Adams together are a particularly good fit. Um, he might end up being a big, as weird as that sounds, and they play four out around Zion. I mean, it would it would help if he was any good at all defensively, but it'll be really curious to see how they what they do going forward because he's he's a real unique matchup every single night. And will he round out his game? You know, Locke was hitting this hard the other uh, last night. He's only taken twenty three shots outside the paint the whole season, which is just nuts. So, I mean, does he expand his game? You know, does he go the road Giannis has been on for a while now where, you know, the, the physical uniqueness is there, you know, big time. 
but do you round out the game and become a better basketball player? If he does, I mean, he's he's going to be awesome for a long time. Well, he's athletic and he's quick. He's those spin moves down low, and he's how how tall is he? Six six. Six six. Yep. I mean, but but it's almost like a, a if you put a bigger guy on him, he almost cuts that bigger man in half. <laughs> you know, it just is uncomfortable for a big man to be trying to guard that when he's a whirling dervish, you know, five inches shorter than 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 you are. Whatever. And it's not his guy. You know, that's the thing with Rudy. I mean, Zion's not his guy. Somebody, a little help out there. Yeah. And you saw on a number of occasions where Rudy would come over to try to help, but then his man would beat him. You know, you're right. He can't he can't guard everything. But I I just thought that Rudy on those times when he was matched up, uh, he didn't win that match, you know, and it's it's almost as though Zion Williamson is strong enough to sort of clear space with Rudy. And Rudy thought he was using elbows, whatever he was using some body part to get that ball up and in and uh yeah, the Jazz, uh, there was very little they could do. But when you're when you have guys like uh, Ball who are who are also hurting you, and uh, like you said, Ingram, and the Jazz uh, were almost being attacked from two or three different sides, and then they couldn't muster what was necessary to uh, to deal with that. And this is a team the Jazz have played a couple times already and beaten, but they found a way to to take care of their business earlier, but they couldn't do it last night. And that's why I think it's not a matter of physical ability. It's a matter of application. But I do think that this all-star break is coming at a good time for this Jazz team. They've got one more left tomorrow night against Philadelphia, and then they're off until a week from Friday. So um, I, I think a little time to, to regroup it would probably be good because they're running out of steam a little bit, which, well, uh, you know, it's you been know. a it's been a pretty, you know, locked in couple of months. So I don't know if that should come as, as much of a surprise. Well, like you said, this happens to every team. Yep. I mean, you see the Lakers lose, you see the Clippers lose when you don't expect them to. So it does happen. There are ebbs and flows. But I think this game against Philly is pretty important. Uh, because if they slide into the All-Star break, uh, having uh, losing again, I I don't know. I don't know how well that's going to sit with the uh, with all the guys. Uh, I think it's pretty important for them to bounce back, give one good strong effort, and go into the All-Star break feeling, uh, uh, you know, the way they should, given their record. And and right now, if they have these uh, back-to-back losses like that, I I think that's going to sting a little. Let's see. Uh, we have where'd this go? Uh, let's see. Olanny on Twitter wants to know. Gordon uh, got you guys something made by Yeti. Maybe that would be awesome. <laughs> I love Yeti stuff. Is no. that the the cooler company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the mug. All their stuff is gold. I've never That's had it. a Yeti thing. They've got this like bag cooler, which is like one of the coolest things ever. Uh, it's that's a good guess, but that's not it. Uh, let's see. Gordon got you all a sleeve of balls with his face on them. So <laughs> That's almost as bad as uh, this, the portrait up over the fireplace. Uh, Trent. Oh, no, no. It's way better than that. Are you kidding? I, a chance to whack Gordon's face with a golf club? Oh, is that where you're sign going me, that? sign me right up. I bet I have the best round of my life. D- laser focused. It's like a stress ball, <laughs> but a hundred thousand times better. Yeah. Uh, eye on the ball, every shot. Uh, just kidding, of course. You'd never lose one either. 
Uh, Trent says Gordon got Jake and Austin jazz jerseys. No, no, that's not it. Can you imagine if you 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 know you're looking for your ball in the woods and you find a ball and it's just this random golf ball that has Gordon's Gordon's <laughs> face on it? That would be amazing. That'd be phenomenal. It would be amazing. <laughs> now, really, it's going to be something he got for free and doesn't want, right? No, not true. I ordered it online. Okay, all right. There goes that joke. <laughs> I like I like the way I got each of you a nice gift, and here I am being ridiculed for well, it. Well, we don't know how nice it is. We haven't received it yet. Yeah, okay, that's true. And you said it wasn't pawnable, so how nice could it be? Oh, uh, that's it's a just, joke. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's just for you. I'm that's taking right. that not pawnable thing as a challenge. By the way. Oh, I can pawn it. <laughs> uh, you you want to challenge me? Say you can't pawn. Oh, I can. I can pawn it. I don't know if you would pawn it, but you probably could give it away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay tuned. More next. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a Total Request Tuesday, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. Today's theme, Austin has selected. Bands, uh, songs that help you feel everything will be okay. Everything's fine. It'll be all right. Any particular reason for this, Austin? Uh, because Jazz Nation is completely coming apart after every loss this season. <laughs> I see. That does seem a bit... It, what is this, seven losses now on the year? Eight. Yep. Eight! Yep. Fire everybody. Everybody's got to go. Oh. Clean house. So let's just all chill. It's going to be all right. Just take it easy. Okay. All right. You know what? That set that loss last night set the Jazz to number one in the league. So, Still. I do think there is something, too, that Jazz get everybody's best shot because they are number one in the league right now. I mean, whether it's, you know, how Jimmy Butler played in the Miami game or how the whole Pelicans team played. They only played eight players. Six of them were in double figures. The whole team went at the Jazz with all they had last night. Lonzo Ball suddenly shot the ball like a basketball yeah. player. I mean, I do think there is something to that, that, you know, when you've got the, the number one record in the league, you get everybody's best. What do you think was the highlight for the Jazz last night? Was it Rudy's uh, 19-foot jumper or whatever that was? Well, yeah, because that was that might have been the longest shot he's ever hit in his career. But I thought I thought Royce's I thought Royce's three was pretty nails. Royce's three to bring him within yes. one. You know, but he's hit a few clutch shots this year in the little clutch time that the Jazz have played, and that uh, that was a big one. Uh, the the final play when they were down three. And there was well, the play ended, and there was twelve seconds. What what was it when they started? It was less than the shot clock, right? It was like twenty seconds when they started. Talking about like that. the one when Mike Conley, uh, took yeah, the, tried to dr- three. That I mean, that just looked disorganized. I don't that yeah. that couldn't have been 
what uh, the coaching staff drew up, I'm guessing. Well, and plus, they didn't really need a three. They could have gotten the quick two and then played the fouling game for a minute. Yeah, that was that was, that was was a bad shot. That was a bad but shot. But they were searching for it because Joe Ingles almost pulled the trigger on a bad shot earlier in the clock. So I, I, I would be curious what they were actually looking for. It was not a great night for Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, or Joe Ingles. <laughs> well, no, not shooting the ball anyway. What they shoot, uh, the three of them combined, I think it was like 11 of 36 or something. Not, uh, not Yeah, but you got to love seeing eight assists from both Conley and Mitchell. That's true. They did make some plays. Donovan's passing the ball extraordinarily well. I thought, see, I thought Rudy this... played well. Bogdanovich was obviously great, and Jordan Clarkson was Jordan Clarkson. They just didn't want to guard anybody. Yeah, yeah true. Although I, I still think that uh, Donovan Mitchell has to play like a superstar. I mean, he, he kind of does. And uh, that that was subpar last night from him. Um, it was. I mean, the expectation for him is pretty darn high now because people view him as what he wants to be viewed as, and that is a star player who leads his team to victory. And he was not particularly good in a lot of ways last night. And, uh, I mean, you underscored it. The defense was the main reason. I, You know, I'm, I'm constantly, when you bring up the, the he's got to play like a star, I'm trying to decide what the, the bar for that is in my brain when we have these discussions. Like, what, what does that actually mean? And I, where I would contribute to the conversation, I would love Donovan Mitchell to get to a point in his career where going out and guarding the other team's best player is something that he wants to do. That, if, if you want to talk about playing like a star, that's that's what he could add to his game that I think would, would push him to more of that level. I mean, how many stars have we seen go 7 for 21? We see it all the time. But, you know, well, on, on those nights when Brandon Ingram is, is, well, maybe he's a bad example because he's so tall, but uh, on those nights when the other team's guard is tearing them apart or – you know, that uh, you've got uh, a matchup with Portland and Damian Lillard, you know, highlight that because he's going to go out there and, and really give Damian Lillard his best shot. You know, like, it, I think that's how he could really play like a star is take that challenge to go out there and take the team to the, the other team's best guard. But I think he needs to be a little more consistent offensively as well. Um, you know, well, Dame's not exactly a great defender either, is he? No, I think he could add that to his game too. I don't. Yeah. I don't think Damian Lillard's perfect, but in what way, Gordon? Could he add? I mean, he had eight assists last night. We're talking about him making the right reads, right? Well, I'll, I'll, seven of twenty-one is not good enough. Hitting a third of your shots is not good enough on a bad night. Well, I mean, but we've seen evidence of that sort of thing before. He's, What's he shooting on the season? Like forty-two percent, less than that. Forty-two and a half percent, thirty-eight percent from three, which is a great number. His effective field goal percentage is fifty point eight. He's averaging twenty-four point four points per game, five point four assists. I mean, is you you like to uh, to focus on turnovers? I mean, he's got three turnovers a game. That number could come down a little bit, I guess. But I mean, those. And he's a he's a no-brainer, hands down all-star. I mean, he's it's pretty good. I know it's it's pretty good, but the standard for him is higher than that now. Well, I'm not going to blame last night's loss on Donovan Mitchell's offense if that's what you're fishing for. Well, I I know I said I said all three of those guys had bad nights at the offensive end. Mike Conley was not good. Donovan Mitchell was not good, and Joe Ingles was 
darn near absent. Okay, I, so I mean, all of that, all of that was true. And when you're talking about a game that uh, at one, you know, late in the game, it was a one point game. Uh, all of that makes a big difference. Well, if your point is offensively that Donovan Mitchell isn't playing at a star level, I don't agree. That's not what I said. I said he has to play like a superstar for the Jazz to to, to be what they want to be. Well, I I think <laughs> I I guess okay. I mean, what that's why I keep searching for a meaning. Like, give me what does that mean? What because I think Donovan Mitchell's offense is awesome. I I don't think there's much to complain about with Donovan Mitchell's offense. I really don't. Again, he was seven of twenty-one last in night one in game, game in one in, particular right, right, game where I'm the t- team that's didn't what, play that's well. What I'm talking about, I'm talking about one game. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I mean, the the Jazz needed him last night, and he, yeah, he made some nice passes, but he was not what he needs to be in order for the Jazz to reach their potential. I'm not sitting here ripping Donovan Mitchell. I'm just pointing out that he is uh, he has attained a status now. That is beyond just oh that was that was that was okay that was pretty good and I think he performs as such. What if what if LeBron James played like that? He does. What, very rarely. Seven of twenty-one. I bet you it's more common than you'd think. I, I think the Lakers. And on by the him way, that's way. the bar. Well, you know what I'm talking about, Jake. I mean, you're setting the bar down here, and maybe the LeBron comparison is way up here, but there's a place in between where is Donovan Mitchell a superstar or is he not? Well, he's the leader and the star on the best team in the league. Well, if they play like they did last night, they won't be the best team Again, in the league for in, long. Again, you say you're concentrating on one game, and then the very next sentence is to get them where they need to go. So is he not playing at that level or is he? Uh, he, he is, he is sometimes just not as consistently as I, I believe he needs to be, needs to do in order for the jazz to reach their goals. Okay. I think it's, I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty darn good. Pretty darn good isn't good enough. They have the best team in the league. They just, Quinn Snyder just won coach of the month for the second month in a row. You know, he's the odds-on favorite for Coach of the Year, regardless of what our friend Chris Mannix. Uh, Chris Mannix said Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau is 12-1, to 1 and Snyder is 1-3. to 3. Real quick. So. All right, real quick. on. Uh, so this is Damian Lillard, and it's a, uh, a shooting stretch starting. Let's start right here. Um, February 1st. 6 of 13, next game 9 of 23, next game 10 of 20, next game 9 of 22, next game 6 of 21, next game 7 of 16. Mm-hmm. So there's three or four games in there that are just like the game right. that Donovan but what's had. Por- what, but Port- and what are Portland's aspirations this year? Are Portland's aspirations to contend for a title? I don't think so. Well, I mean, I did, I'm not arguing with Damian Lillard, superstardom. My point was that it's it's – a seven for twenty-one happens quite a bit in the NBA to every I, star I, player. I, I understand that. I'm just saying that Donovan needs to play like a superstar for the Jazz to to accomplish what they're looking to do this year. And I think it's a fair statement. I'm not trying to rip him. I'm not saying that. Uh, you know, I I know I understand that superstar players can have an off night, 
And my observation is just that he needs to play consistently at a really high level for this team to do what it, it hopes to do. Well, I'm going to because I don't think they could do it without him. I'm going to hammer out a, a definition to that. By the end of the season, I'm going to find out what exactly that bar is. So when well, we get there, you can go. Here he's arrived. This is superstardom. He's playing well, like a superstar player. To, We're going to find needs, out what that is. Yeah, he need, he would, well. Well, like you said, it would be good if he could play with a little better defense, and he needs to shoot better than forty-two percent from the field. All right, stay tuned. We'll have more Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, it's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Who is this, Austin? Uh, this band is AJR, oh. a pop a pop punk trio. I see. <laughs> and punk requested this song way less sad. All right. There you go. Sounds good to me. Not yeah, familiar like with their entire catalog, which seems upbeat. Make you I, feel better. That's the whole point, right? I, I'd never heard of them, but there were a lot of people that replied to Punk's request with, yeah, yeah, I love AJR. And I said, well, maybe right. we should know a little bit about it. Let's jump on that. Wonder what it stands for. Um, already jelly repeat. That's probably it. Okay. No? <laughs> Apple jelly repeat. It's probably like his name, like Alvin J. Richards or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. We aim to please on a Total Request Tuesday. Songs that make you know it's going to be all right. You can tweet at Austin Horton uh, or at uh, Gordon Monson at Jake Scott Zone as well. We're going to hear from Guy Holiday coming up right around the corner. He was on uh, with DJ and PK this morning and uh, and covered really covered it all. It was a, it was a long interview, but it was it was it was really great. And I give Coach Holiday a lot of credit for. Uh, coming on to talk about it on with uh, with David and Pat and share his candid, honest thoughts about the situation. I I, I thought it was great, but you know I wouldn't have uh, I shouldn't have expected anything else. Certainly, Gordon, because you know Guy Holiday is is really great with uh, how he communicates and always has been. Yes, he usually speaks uh, forthrightly. I would say, so I'm really looking forward to hearing that. I think our listeners will uh, will if not enjoy that, uh, find it interesting. Yeah, no doubt about it. So that's uh, that's coming up right around the corner, and of course, I'm curious to get your your thoughts with that as well. Uh, at four, we're gonna, know, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. At four, we're going to talk to Dustin Smith, owner of QB Elite. Four thirty, Kenneth Scott. Five o'clock, Bowler. You know, Jake. Earlier, we were talking about uh, Chris. Chris is uh, talking about the coach of the year and giving the nod to Tom Thibodeau. I thought Matt, our listener Matt, he, uh, he he makes a good point here. He says, I like Mannix, but his logic for Coach of the Year uh, is good, but where was that love any year Jerry Sloan was coaching? Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I think that's a, a good point. I mean, um, 
It's it, Jerry, you know what Jerry he, Jerry built up some jazz teams that were that performed much better than people expected them to, and uh, that there that is the ongoing argument about that award. A lot of times, uh, I remember one time writing a column about it, and I, I mean there were five or six or seven names, coaches of the year, uh, of guys who didn't last very long, didn't have uh, much uh, staying power when it came to keeping teams well coached. And they were all coaches of the year, and Jerry never was. And it was it was baffling. And, and the argument was always, yeah, well, they were taking crappy teams and moving them up, and uh, Jerry had Stockton and Malone. Well, he didn't always have Stockton and Malone. He had those years after that that were pretty bleak. Remember that one year that – who was it? Somebody – who was it who predicted that the Jazz would end up with, like, nine wins or something? And uh, I think they were around 500 that year. And he still didn't win it. So it's it's kind of a sliding scale that no one has been able to figure out completely. Yeah, I don't think you have to hang your hat on uh, on Coach of the Year awards. And the year you were talking about with Harpering and Karolinko being the team's two best players, and Raul Lopez starting at point guard. Due respect uh, to Tom Gugliotta. Is, <laughs> uh, the fact that he didn't win it that year is, is just madness um, because he certainly did deserve it. All right, we'll get to, uh, we'll get to uh, Guy Holiday coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.